There is no try. There is only do. What are you, Yoda? You're listening to the Sports Junkie Radio Network. Jake Jacobs and Ozzy, the Sports Junkie, live. Live if you're listening. Screw it, act like it's live. Jake, come on, get down. We are live and local free, and national. Free t-shirts and $300 bills if you come down to the Sports Junkie studios right now. On Clark and Ashton, we're down there, front storefront. So come on down and see us down there, Jake. Jake's got a big uh, wheelbarrow full of $100 bills. And I believe he's going to pay, whoa, your, whoa, 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 he's gonna pay your rent for a year if we come down to Clark. Where are we at? Clark and 75 in Naples. We're broadcasting live from the Best Buy Shoop and Rental Place. It's kind of an odd place for us to be, but if you come here for the next seven minutes, Jake will pay your rent for life. Uh, no, it's, listen, listen to me. you got enough problems with lawsuits everywhere, right? <laughs> Don't make me sue your ass. Oh, man. Sue, Don't make me do it. Sue everybody. How many frivolous lawsuits are completely wasting the taxpayer's money. Well, this is why my wife being an attorney has always said, if you give a frivolous lawsuit, then you should be responsible for attorney fees on both sides. You should be. If it's so ridiculous, yeah. why should the state or anybody be held responsible if you're going to sue me because my dog jumped over your fence? Or, uh, you know, there's property line easement problems. I understand all that, but so many frivolous law. I'm going to sue cigarette uh, makers because my great-grandfather died in a coal mine and he, he got burned up by a lighter. So, I mean, just... What are you supposed to do with that, Jake? How I don't ma- know. The world's nuts. The Blues win the Stanley Cup. Good well, for them. I love it. And the Bruins didn't. I a loved Boston it. Boston team lost in a championship game. I lifted my moratorium last night just for one game for that sole purpose of, A, watching St. Louis. Because you talk about a team that's been long-suffering. Do you know this, Jake? The Blues were in the Stanley Cup Finals their first three seasons. And if I'm, Were they real? What year was that? 1967, uh, 68, 69, the first I think. three years? That's what I'm led to believe. I know That's they were in stop. two of three. But here's a more incredible stat, and this has to be uh, looked up. They didn't score a... They didn't win a single game in all three series? I find that hard to believe. How do you get into three straight, or at least two? We'll, we'll, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt that they were in two. They didn't win a single... They were swept? So then why did Bobby Orr go batshit nuts when he scored that goal? Because it was there was no tension in the game. Have you done any real research I on saw this? The Are you stat. just shooting from I saw the, lip? the stat. How about this? Fifth, not only was the Checker Dome or whatever they call it now that the Blues play at their home games in, Bush Stadium, 50,000 in a pouring rainstorm to watch it on TV. Really? Yes, sir. Oh, that's fabulous. I think it was uh, after a Cardinals game. I don't think they purposely went there to watch that, but that's strong. That's a strong showing. Oh, to stay there? That is... What, that is amazing. Wouldn't you say that for a Stanley Cup in the heartland of America, not Detroit or Chicago, that's huge for hockey to win it in, in Missouri. You know how many hockey fans they just made for life in the, in, the, in the Midwest, the Ozarks, if you will? It's a little bit hillbilly country. I guarantee there's kids now in, in Missouri that are going to grow up loving the NHL. I am, um, I, I, look, I got I to gotta be honest, and I probably said this weeks ago, once my Rangers got out of the playoffs, I was interested in the Lightning. Once the Lightning got out of the playoffs, I was interested in the Islanders losing. Once they got out, my uh, yeah. my viewing time has been so minimal, just checking scores out. Last night, I didn't watch one second of that game. And there was no Met game on. Uh, the Rays were on. I watched a little bit of that. You won't even watch it just to watch the, the countdown no, and watch them go ape I shit? Ju- I just checked I love the it. score. 
and I saw that they scored it with, what, 10 seconds or 7 seconds left in the first period to go up 2-0. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, this is why sports is un unbettable. It is. Because, because they, they lost 5-1 to one in St. Louis where they could have clinched it at home. Oh, and God. then they beat the Bruins who had been there and done that 4-1 to one and dominated most of the game. I couldn't agree more. When I saw that they... They came out flat as a pancake in St. Louis, and I don't know how that happens. I don't know how a team comes out at home, off the chain, with your your home folks slathering at the mouth for their first ever sniff at a cup, and you come out and they just play the apath- apathetic. I mean, it was just a p- pathetic performance, but you can't say the same last night. You could maybe say that the Bruins were a little, had a little bit uh, left a little in the locker room. They played very la-di-da. They could have won it game seven at home. They don't. So you're right. I get a kick out of the fact that the Bruins lose, and the long-suffering Blues fans win, and I think it's great for hockey. It's great for hockey when you don't have the same goddamn teams winning it year after year after year. And this was a team, the Blues, who were not, they were, the I think, the worst, worst team, team. And, worst and, record at right around the All-Star, just before the All-Star break. Unbelievable. So things, you know, and I saw Colorado in baseball do that a few years ago. You just right. see, every once in a while, this happens. You can you can It's like they front nine and back nine of golf. You can turn things around or fall apart in the second half of the season. So if your team is struggling the first half and you think they have enough talent, just have the hopes that after the All-Star game they put it together. How about the guy who had the balls? He was out in Vegas on uh, December 4th. He put a bet on his Blues, $400 at 150-1, to 1, Jake. you got to have balls bigger than a freaking uh, gas tank. I mean, four and you might as well throw it out the window. The worst team in hockey, they just fired their coach. And I'll be goddamned if he didn't cash that in last night for $100,000. He was offered $75,000 as a buyout. Really? Or as a, I'm sorry, $25,000 as a buyout. Somebody would buy the ticket for the option of winning $100,000. I mean, you'd have to really think twice about it because you you could actually cash out at twenty five, dollars but he held on to it. Young guy, too, like, like 25, 30 years old. Wow. You got to have... I mean, that would be like putting going to Vegas today, Jake, and putting a... $400 on the Marlins to win the uh, World Series. I mean, it's it, uh, impossible. Uh, you, you know what? I, I was about to argue with you, and then I said to myself, shut up. You know what? Stranger things have happened. Yeah, they could get hot. You know Derek Jeter? The, maybe he does have actually something in mind with the Marlins. Maybe he has a game plan with the Marlins. We just don't know about it. Maybe he's smarter than all of us think he is. I hope going so. Going from a Hall of Fame, great shortstop for the New York uh, Yankees. He will be a Hall of Famer. To buying into the Marlins, basically ripping them apart with four at least we got an MVP last year, right? right. Yelich. You got, sure. I mean, you got these great players, four of them that are studs on different teams, and somehow maybe he's got a game plan. Maybe the minor league is so saturated with players that he knows he's got another run. Let's hope they made trades like the Rays have made trades, and they come back to roost, so to speak. Stanton, they didn't get anything for. Well, they get a cup of coffee and a bag of chips. I, I, you know what? I don't remember. I mean, that was that was so minor league player. Oh, they got Marlon uh, Castro Ugh. from the originally from the. Oh, uh, I from sat the with Cubs. He was that. He was down there in, at the uh, Hard Rock the night we saw the Beatles you know tribute he, band. He was sitting was at the table. Yeah, he was sitting he's across good, the table for me. You know what? He's a good player. He's a good little. And he's he, did, a good, he, did, he did a nice job with Chicago. Built up a good reputation. Young player, sure. playing shortstop. They had other guys like Baez in the, in the minor league, so they were able to change. I mean, it worked out for the Yankees because they got what's his name back. Um, Didi. No, the lefty uh, Didi came from Arizona. The lefty pitcher throws 100 miles an hour. 
Oh, they got Chapman back. Chapman back. So they it worked out for them. So they anyway, they get Castro, and then they trade him for Stanton to the Marlins. But he's a good, solid player. I wonder That's how popular. I, I just thought of that. A guy named Castro playing in Miami. I bet he was popular or very unpopular. No, Speaking good. of idiotic moves, how about Ozzie Guillen? He wins a World Series in Chicago, goes to Miami, which I thought was a perfect fit, moved into the new ballpark. Here we go, a fresh you, start. You love this story. And he goes off on a pro-Castro rant, never to be heard of again. I mean, he did they run him out of the country? Could you imagine if you, Joe Madden will walk on water in the city of Chicago for the rest of his life, just like Mike Ditka and Phil Jackson? He got the Cubs to the promised land. Ozzie got the White Sox to the promised land, and he's nowhere to be found. That's crazy. I gotta, um... First off, what the hell is he doing? Why do, pe- why do athletes or anybody get knee-deep into politics? Stay out. What do we care what your opinion is? Honestly. I, I gotta find... Where I'm is gonna it? bomb the what are you looking shit for? What out can of I help him? you with? No, I'm gonna try to find Ozzie Game. where he is. I, I don't I, know, man. I think I, we talked a little bit about this a few weeks ago. I called him one time on the phone, and I, I thought he was very rude to me, and he answered... Oh, shut the fuck up. I wasn't that happy with that. Ozzy Guillen, all right. Let's oh, see. shut the fuck up. I wasn't that thrilled to hear him say that to me. As we close in, Jake, and you, is, you got a man on that. I'm going I'm to look up that St. Louis Blues stat because that's too, that's too freaky to even think about. You know what? Well, I'm going to try. Oh, I'll find it. Speak While we're doing our research here on air, which is, you know, how we roll, how about the access to this show? Is it unbelievable? I'm going to listen to it on Apple, start, yeah, iTunes, on Spotify. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It. If you All you got to do is go, if you have an iPhone, go to the Apple, st- get the iTunes store, podcast, just click it. Click it and forget it. It'll be in your box every time there's a fresh show. You don't have to hunt, dig, or anything for it. Comes in high-def clarity. And I got to pat myself on the back, Jake. The, the audio of this show is pretty damn uh, smooth over the... It transfers nicely to the car stereo or whatever listening device. There's no device try. Listening. There is only do. I love it. You're listening to the Sports Junkie Radio Network. Well, I'd be worried if I had somebody working in radio in my family. I can't, Jake. I just bust your chops. All right. Hold one second. Okay. Ozzie Guillen. In February 2016, Guillen was hired to manage, and I will probably pronounce this incorrectly, the Tuberones de la Guadada of the Venezuelan Professional Baseball League. From, You're a loser. Uh, loser. From the uh, 2016-2017 season. So I, I don't know if it's current, but that's where we're at now. Wow. You know, there's a team down there. I think it's the South Korean League. The Chinchero Monkeys. The Blue Monkeys. Oh, wait a second. I'm going to bomb the shit out a of a studio him. analyst for NBC Sports Chicago before and after White Sox games. Oh, so there he is. How about that? How's he going? Ozzy, what do you think of tonight's game? Sox lose. Oh, shut the fuck up. That's not going to get you very far in broadcasting. I'm going to tell you right now. He uh, went off on my buddy Mike North. Just went off. In what way? Oh, he. that's where that drop is from. My buddy Mike North had him on his program, and he did some, you know, as sports talk radio people do, commentary on your managerial moves about A.J. Pruszynski, I think it was, back in the day. And he comes on the air with a, that drop to start the interview, and you hear... Well, Mike North takes him to school a little bit. You're going to watch your mouth when you're on my show, and I'm not one of your damn players, and shut up, and that was the last. I guess they, they settled it. They settled it off the air, as I like to say. Mike North, a legend. A legend. You know, uh, Jake, as we, we discussed earlier in the week when we had a big production meeting down at the... Uh, oh, yeah. The, what is the... Why did the uh, sarcasm, the irony... The, the, the production <laughs> meeting? We had a production you know, meeting. text? 
Yeah, what's wrong with that? It's called All a right. cyber meeting. Right. It's 2019, pal. Give it the times. Uh, we are going to go into the summer interview series, and I am making a hard press. I promised it before because we got to get it before football starts because he probably locks and loads for that. I don't even know if he's currently still in the business. I'm sure he's doing something. Don Cricky. Don Cricky's joining us come hell or high water. I promised Don Cricky. I'm going to deliver Don Cricky. Uh, well, that started, that rumor started, I think, when we first started doing this podcast. Well, I never made the press. Well, are you calling me out on it? Because I'm going to make it happen. Yeah, I'm calling you out on it. And it doesn't happen. I'm not going to sit here and gloat because I'd like it to happen. But well, it's going to happen. Okay. I'll make a press for I also promised you Kenny Albert, which I will deliver because I've had Kenny on my show many times. We have a mutual friend in Mr. Coleman. Kenny's a great guy. All the, uh, well, I don't know, Marv would be, yeah, he might be a little arrogant. I don't know. But the rest of the uh, Albert guys. What does Al like Albert do now? I, I, don't, I can't. I don't have five computers where I can continuously Google. Oh, my God. Google. I just asked you a question. I'm trying to talk with you. I'm trying to find out the blues situation. I know. My head is spinning. Well, you're probably still hung over from that big blues fest. We had the St. Louis Blues Party last night. Did you did you tear it up down there downtown? I had to be. Because we know how many St. Louisans there are here in the uh, Florida corridor. How many are there? I don't know. You ever met anybody from St. Who were you at? You just asked. I, I thought I you know. knew. No. It was kind of like a question with an answer to it. That's what I said to my Blues fans last night after that. It was nice to watch him win it. Gary Unger who jumped off the, they called him in off the ledge. Glenn Hall threw up in his casket. He was so happy. I saw um, just a picture of him. I think it was in the post and it said drunkest man in America or drunkest man alive in America. Who? So like Glenn that. Hall? No, uh, Brett Hall. Well, he was oh. some picture of him at well, some event. If you had to, if you had to pinpoint the greatest St. Louis Blue of all time, who would it be? No, it's him. There's got to be Brett Hall. Absolutely. Of course, he left in He's mid. Hall of Famer. In middle of his career, he went to Dallas and won a cup there. But he, I'm sure he leads the, the Blues in uh, all time points and goals. You would think. Who else? Um, I think is a future. He ended up in another team, but he's a future Hall of Famer. Started their career with Gary uh, Unger. If you need him. Gary no, Unger. Who was the more recent? Joe uh, Sack Sacco. What was his name? Sackick. Oh, oh, Joe Sackick. He he had to leave the game because he. he I think I tore my sack. He did. He t- actually a scrotal tear. That is a, a day to day. That's a day to day issue. You ever uh, had any problems down there, like a zipper caught, Jake? As long as of course I've gotten skin. God damn, that hurts. It, Holy shit. Ju- they it, say that what birth, giving birth is what most people think on earth. No. Get your penis head caught in your zipper's teeth and you will cry for mama. Knock on wood, it's probably been that I remember 20 years at oh, least yeah. yes. since it's happened. But it is, it is wow. it's like getting kicked in the balls. But, it's a different kind of pain. Oh. And the idea is you got to figure out... How do I get that thing back off without ripping more of the skin? Yeah, do I go over it yeah, and yeah, like yeah, yeah, go yeah. down, or do oh. I go? And then, God forbid, you get the nut above that. Then you get. How did you get the bean above the frank? Is the I believe the question. But oh God, I've had that happen to me twice, if not three times. Mostly as a kid, because you're not paying attention. You zip up too fast, and oh, wow, the show's starting off in a weird direction, man. <laughs> we do have a CD player now. My God, we're pretty. It just gets worse. We'll just listen to the Beatles all for an hour. All right, here we go. I got the blues information. Okay. See, I was able to maintain conversation. You, you really are a multi-talented guy, Jake. I got to hand it to you. And and I was late for tonight's show. I, and I, Let's I do not apologize. drag up the past right now. We won't drag up the past. You know, we got enough problems. 
All right, the Blues, you were correct, reached the Stanley Cup Finals in each of the first three seasons, though they were swept by the Canadians in 68 and 69, then the Bruins in 1970. So they had never won even a game. But the fact is, their first three years, no, t- like Vegas last year was like an anomaly. Yeah. Where they... I, I, in you this know, day and age, they no were, way. They, I mean, and they were good this year, but sure. nothing compared to the first year. Uh, so for the Blues in their first three years back in the late 60s to make it to the Stanley Cup. I know where there weren't as many teams, and you don't get I, I don't know how the draft worked with how they well, got players. Did they have a year there? Was it 67? or they in the 67 expansion draft? Yes. Uh, it doesn't say here. How about I mean, it probably does, but I'm not looking it up. I'm sure it was. I'm not looking up things. Okay, relax. I mean, when it Sit comes, back and listen to the Beatles and have a Bud Light. Thank you, Bud. Great. Way. The Beatles. What happened? Got a problem down. Don't we worry a, about it. We got a man down. Don't we got worry. a man down. All right. So, um, the other night, I yes. think it was two, what's today, uh, Thursday, We're, Tuesday, I come home from work. Yes. And getting ready, you know, the uh, Mets are going to play the Yankees. It was, a, they lost Ooh. the first game in the doubleheader because it was a rain out on Monday. For my money, next to the Cubs-White Sox, oh, screw the couple of the White Sox, the best of the inner city rivals. No, I love it. It's great. It's still exciting for me. It's still nerve-wracking. Absolutely. So anyway, so I come home, and I'm, it's a 7 o'clock game. I'm home about 3 o'clock. And I'm, you know, I'm says, what, you know, what's going on tonight? I, go, I got the Met Yankee game. She goes, oh, I was going to ask you if you want to go to the Rays game against the A's. I love I go, it. no, I didn't say I love to. The Mets were playing the Yankees. I'm going to give her my number because I'd be open to that. So listen to this, Oz. What? Emma took herself up and went to the game herself. I love this woman. I need right. to have her on the radio. She was great. I, that is incredible. So she, first, I'll tell you the good stuff. You're, you're kidding me. She Just, was, where did she sit? Uh, Aaron got some seat, uh, you know, I don't know. Probably luxury rows box behind, or something. 20 rows behind the on-deck Boy, circle or something. I hook her up with L squared, she'll be playing on FanDuel before you know it. The two of them will <laughs> be know, tearing the right. town. You're right. Tearing the town, baby. So anyway, I, I'll tell you the sequence of texts. I should actually read it to you, but I, I won't. I'll just summarize it. I love your wife. She was freaking out. She first said, you know, I, she hadn't been there for probably a year or two. She said, you know, they really did a good job here for what it is. And I said, Thank I agree, you. but I still need, they still need a, good, a new stadium. She goes, but it is embarrassing. There is nobody here. She said it's empty. She takes a picture, and it's sporadic. I put sure. on the game just to see. And um, I told her, look, this is the way it is. That's why they want to build a new stadium. Or Sternberg's going to take the team out of here. Because, no look, if they make the playoffs, they're going to fill up the plays. But the fact is, the back the upper decks are... You know. Well, you know my thought on it. You know, will they open up if they make the playoffs? I don't. I would. I would certainly hope so. They could have opened it up for that Yankee series three weeks ago, and they would have sold some tickets. They could have opened it opening day. There was people outside looking for seats. So she was totally embarrassed about that, and then she gave me the, you know, uh, uh, I'm at a baseball game, Jake. You think I should get a beer and a hot dog? What's the What's the holdup? Uh, well, well, she, I think know, a woman of her stature get a cocktail. She was worried. I can see her working a no, uh, she just li- scotch and soda. She's a big. Ba- Actually, she likes uh, uh, the bourbon Moscow uh, mule. Oh, just a phenomenal woman. I need her phone number. But she's a beer. She's not a drinker, per se, but she likes a beer. Ball games to her. Our first kind of date was a Met Giant game back in 1985. Dwight Gooden on the mound. 16 strikeouts, (laughs) three hitter. Mets win 8-0. August, I don't know, 23rd or something like that of 1985. But her feelings were beer and hot dogs. So she goes to a game, and I get it. So it ends up, I go, of course you should. About an inning or two later, I get a text, and it's a picture. Yeah. The beer, dogs, and fries. 
And God. I go, good for you. And you'd rather stay home by yourself Mets to watch. Yankees. There's 162 games scheduled. Mets. Tape it. They play four games. Watch it on your TV. They lost go the with first, your wife. They lost the first game in the morning and the afternoon. Life is fleeting. Enjoy it. And you know what happened? She gets to see the uh, the uh, Rays lose 4-2. to two. I get to see the Mets win 10-4. Big four. whip. You've missed an opportunity, a, a night you'll never get back with your precious wife. I suck. You do. I'm I got to call you out on that. Bastard, that's what Tape I am. Tape the game. Well, you couldn't avoid the score, but who cares? It's one game. Your Mets aren't going anywhere. Or are they? How are they playing? And, well, I, I told you, I really don't want to talk much about them because... Good. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm disgusted by the whole thing. But they're... <laughs> I'm going to give her my number. I'll go with you anytime, Emma. You, me, and L squared, or just you and L squared, or as long as I can get in there somewhere. Well, I am going to go to uh, my friend's coming in. Joe's coming over to Sarasota, my friend that you met at Rain. And really? Who I stayed with at New York. He's coming down July 4th weekend. And oh, really? uh, the Rays, and he's a big Yankee fan, and the Yankees are in town. And a lot going on that weekend. I don't have to tell you. Yes. Saturday night is my birthday at the. Uh... No, that's the 29th. <laughs> well, it's the week of the 4th. Well, yeah, it's the following weekend. We're going to go on that Sunday, and then I'm going to drop him off at Tampa after the game, and he's going to fly home. Well, it's nice that you go with your friend, but you won't go with your wife. Well, she's going to go to Emma, that, too. if you need a divorce attorney, I have references. Thank you. Thank you. Because you, Can you re- represent yourself in your uh, divorce proceeding? Oh, absolutely. But would she represent me? Fuck no, a, she will shred you. She'll be, she'll be picking her teeth with your legs on the way out of the room. You don't hold a prayer, man. I asked her for divorce advice 15 years ago, and Look, she goes, you're screwed. <laughs> if there wasn't a conflict of interest and she could represent me, which, of course, she wouldn't, but if she could, I would win because she doesn't like losing. Exactly. So She's a pit bull. If she's going to represent me, she's going to win on behalf of me. Yeah, but not, uh, not against her. I mean, if you were married to someone else, why don't you get married to someone else and then divorce them? and then we can, we can Well, come. the point is this. She goes to the game. They lose 4-2. to two. Last night, they lose, what, 6-4? I don't like the trend. Uh, well, you know, ever since that, the uh, Baldelli and the Twins came in about two weeks ago, now they picked back up when they went on that roadie. They gave it into Detroit and kicked ass. But Boston, they're not winning they won, at home. They won three. Yeah, that is a problem. They look they great in Boston. Three out of four. That d- doubleheader on Saturday? How fun was that? No, I, I just... You know, you get nervous. It is a two-team race right now with the Yankees and the Rays battling out. I think the Yankees are ahead by half a game. I think it's something like that. Well, you know, the Red Sox. Are- and you always know they're lingering. They're lingering. They can turn it around. They what? can they can use the David Ortiz which, uh, uh, situation, which is a travesty. They can use that as a rallying point. What the hell, to, to expand on that, what the hell is he doing in the Dominican Republic with an army of security around him? I, I can't answer questions like that. Stupid, there was a rumor... Man. That he was having an affair with one of the big drug lords. That's a rumor. Well, he fit, just... And he's married with three kids. I'm talking about Ortiz. If he's screwing Real. Uncensored. Fucking thing sucks. Unpredictable. You want anarchy? No. Ozzy the Sports Junkie. Only on... Ozzy the... Ozzy the... Ozzy the... Ozzy the Sports Junkie.com. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Around. And if... I'm not saying it's true because I don't know. But I'm just reporting what the rumors are. If he was screwing around with a drug lord, you're asking for trouble. I think you're asking for trouble being that r- wealthy and that well-known. Going to, I don't care if it's your homeland, go back and make a public appearance and get the hell out of there. There's no there's no military, there's no police force there. No, it's 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 run ragged. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't think the drug cartel wants you and all your money? 
Surprised they didn't take him hostage. It's well, no, they wanted him dead. Yeah. I mean, from point blank range, right? Thank God it went through him. It's not you know lodged in some area, but the, apparently they had to remove some of his uh, intestines and gallbladder and stuff like that. So. Who knows, uh, you know, what you know, kind of condition he's going to be when he recovers Sammy Sosa went back there to the, after his career ended, and look at him. What the hell went wrong oh, with him? He looks like Desi Arnaz on crack. Well, he was like, uh... What the fuck like, is going on with like his Michael face? Jackson. Oh, my God. Sammy, what happened? All-time home run leader in the Cubs. And, you know, bury the hat. I don't know. He left early one game at the end of his career in Chicago. Let it go. Let it go. He never tested positive. Everybody knows he was doing steroids. But he never tested positive for it. Barry Bonds is welcome with open arms. McGuire's open open arms. He was a batting coach at the Cardinals. It was a phase of baseball that everybody knew was going on. Put Sammy back at Wrigley Field. He loves the Cubs. Why, why do they shun him? He had the most home runs as a Cub. I'm sorry. 60 straight, three, three straight years of 60 home runs. I don't care if everybody was on juice. No, no. one ever did that. No. If we're going to play with rubber ball numbers... Then he led the rubber ball home run league. Uh, look, I I'm, I don't like the rubber ball, but that's a baseball situation where they're saying, okay, we're allowing it. Right. This isn't putting in, uh, uh, you know, fluids into your body to enhance yourself. And I'm sorry, it, it does. It might not help your eye hand coordination, but if contact is made, it's going. It, you just when you got a 40 year old man like Barry Bonds hitting 73 home runs. And his head got double the size what it once was. Right. You know there's something going on. Absolutely. These you... are all Hall of Famers. I can't tell you if Sammy Sosa was going to be a Hall of Famer without Sarah. I can't. I would say so with 600 home runs. Well, again, he would probably wouldn't have that many. And I can tell you this. I can honestly say that forget about the steroids with McGuire. Because as a rookie, when he wasn't on steroids, he had 49 home runs. And sure. not, and not a, uh, an era that home runs were popping out of there. Right. But the one thing about Frank, uh, McGuire to me is... He's not a Hall of Famer. Even take the steroids equation out. Forget the fact that he didn't have a high 500 home run steroids or not. He couldn't run. He wasn't a good fielder. And Horrible. he didn't hit for a high average. Yeah, he was home. He was a one-trick pony. One-trick pony. He couldn't play first. He was a shitty first baseman. Yeah. He, he, other than hit home runs, you're right. And you know what it did? All steroids did, Jake, was make a guy who normally hit the ball to the warning track that went 30 rows into the, into the seats. That's what it did. But, but, well, but well, like now, the ball... Balls that look like, and announcers are saying, I'm watching a Met game the other night. And from, you know, as a, as a viewer on TV, right. you can usually tell when there's a sure home run or a guy who's hit it good, it's going to be deep, no question marks. There are hits now that look like pop-ups, and it's recorded as the announcers are saying, there's a lazy fly ball to the right. Oh, back goes. Well, there hey, it goes. Porter's going back. Yeah. He's to the track. It's out of here. It's unbelievable how these balls are flying out. And they're going at not just record paces because they're breaking every record monthly, but the fact is, and I think we brought this up last week, the distances that they are going consistently is like nothing we've ever seen. Would you nothing. say, are you calling for a juice ball era? Are you it saying is that, a juice ball. No yeah. doubt in my mind. Well, I would have to agree with you because the home run numbers are up, and you're right. The little check swing, or not check swing, but the little shank the right field, which is normally a can of corn, is flying out in the right field seats. So you can crack all you want on attendance at the Trop. I'm sorry. When they whip around the league at the highlights of the night, I see half the stadiums are empty. Half empty. It'll come around. This, the summer's upon us. But, you know, as a as a fan of baseball, and you know I'm a Met fan, but living here in the 
a Tampa market, so to speak, being in Sarasota. You better might want to yeah. find another Met fan if your wife keeps going to games by herself. <laughs> She's, Go on MetFanDating.com. You know, you want baseball here. It's like it just it it's it's like when the Browns, which is unheard of, lost their team. I can understand their despise uh, for the organization for leaving them. Right. It's like when the Brooklyn Dodgers, this historic, legendary, iconic team that played the Yankees seemingly every single year for the losing for the most part, but there with these great players and Jackie Robinson, first black player ever, to get up basically in the middle of the night and move your your ass over to Los Angeles. I can understand why my father hated them, despised them. Would you think that that put a, a damper on the city of Brooklyn? But it's a borough of the city. I don't think it would have burgeoned into a bigger than Manhattan. New York City's is Manhattan and the boroughs. But the boroughs are never bigger than the than the, no. the island. No. Right. Well, the Yankees are in the Bronx, so it's not But it's still it's still Manhattan Island. Way up north. You know what? I don't know if that's the case. How come they never how come uh, the, I'm a New Yorker. I, I don't think the Bronx is part of the uh, Manhattan well, Island. Yeah, riddle me this, Batman. Brooklyn yeah. and, you know, all There's that. a bridge, a little bridge. I the Brooklyn know. Bridge, the but Williamsburg the, the, Bridge. The town of Brooklyn, the borough, is on an island, which becomes Long Island. Why isn't Brooklyn referred to as being on Long Island? What am I, a historian here? Well, I I'm just no asking idea. a question. Here's here's the here's Manhattan. Here's Long Island. Brooklyn is right here. You know what? I should know this. You go kind out to of? Great Neck and at Oyster Bay, and uh, you know all the ha- Hassa Sack and Toss the Sack and Tore My Sack, <laughs> and way out there, you know where your place is in the Hamptons. And uh, <laughs> why right. is that not referred to? Because I got screamed at one time. I, said, I don't know. There's... I said Brooklyn's on Long Island. What the fuck are you talking about? You don't know nothing. Shut your mouth, okay? <laughs> Shut your goddamn mouth. When you go to New York. Maybe I was hanging with a different crowd of people. Do they smoke cigarettes like it's 1950? Because every time I'd go there, it's a national pastime. All they do is sit around and smoke cigarettes. Smoke cigarettes and just bitch about things. Yentas. There is a uh, New York City museum. Actual New York City. I think it's on like 105th and Lexington. So if you go to New York, just look up New York City Museum. It's a phenomenal museum. You need a couple hours. And there's a 30-minute movie and I forgot it's some actor, a very successful actor, well-known actor who narrates it. Oh, it Tom Hanks. You, the greatness no, is no, Tom Hanks. No, he would be very good at it, but it wasn't. Sure. But anyway, it is a, it's the story from the beginning, how new, which was New Amsterdam, becomes New York. And this plethora of land with trees like Central Park, which, of course, is basically untouched and surrounded by New York City. But it tells you how it starts up with the canals and the seaport and be able to bring boats in and how it all started and became Manhattan and how they made the grid and all that. It is a wonderful museum. And that 30-minute movie that tells the story is just phenomenal. So I would recommend if you're in New York City, look up the New York City Museum. Hi. I've always wanted to go back to New York. Never anybody to go with. Anytime, my friend. Anytime. I'm very fascinated by that, too. You notice all cities, Jake, are all on bodies of water because they wanted their trade to come by water. It's Chicago's important. on the lake. Any big yes. city is on water. Yeah. No question about it. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. San Francisco. On, uh, Seattle. They're shipping. Huge shipping. Yeah. And it still, it still uh, continues to this day. Shipping is bigger than anybody will even imagine. Well, you gotta, you can't fly certain things no, you can't. across the country Absolutely or across not. the world. It through the uh, waters, so the best thing to do is put it on a big uh, boat in those big crates and get them over here. I found a uh, the China every second slowly is taking over the world. 
I got a wholesaler out of China, Jake, that sells houses. You can buy a, a foldable, collapsible house. It's about the size of one of those containers, but it just folds into a house. It's pre-wired. You just plug it in, and you got a house. You got a bathroom. You got plumbing. Whole, you got electricity. Whole stop shebang. It. You can stack them on top Where of each you, other. No. I'll send you the information. What do you call it? I'll look for it now. It's a, you have to go to DH Gate is the distributor. And it's a, it's a portable home. And it sets up in minutes. Because if anybody knows how to build a house where there's we need where they need housing, it would be China, where there's so many people. You know, there's three billion Chinese people, right? But China, the inhabitable part, inhabitable land of China, is the size of the United States east of the Mississippi. That's how crowded and dense China is. Three quarters of that it is, is uninhabitable. That's why when you go there, it is packed with people because they. A lot of the land cannot be. I, I would assume Russia is like that as well. A lot of the, because it's, there's not that many. I got to find out the population. What, I'll do that in a second. What, it, what was the name of that collapsible house? It's a go to dhgate.com. G A T D H D H is in yeah, dick, dickhead gate uh, sports as in heaven's gate. Wedding events. Uh, um, if you had a gun put in your head and you were forced to live in either China or Russia, what would your choice be? Russia. Really? Yeah. I would think China. Um, More goods and services. Chinese sex robots. You know what? I would I have the opportunity to visit both countries. No, you're there for decision? life. No, but could I visit it to make a decision? No, based on media reports um, and the, pictures. The only thing about well, maybe metrop uh, China's more metropolis now. You know, a Russian, lot of things going on. Russian there. women, Russian women. Um, Russian women <laughs> are gorgeous. Some of them are hideous, but some guess what? American women can be hideous too. I got a newsflash. But we're all Russian women. But my uh, nephew, who speaks Mandarin... Um, Orange? 20, no, it's a Chinese dialect. Oh, that's right. You know what? I'm going for dinner tonight, and oh, you might want to join oh, me. It feels like an Arby's night. No, it I'm kind not. of feels like an Arby's night. I'm going home to watch the Mets. Right. Oh, God. Well, where's your wife going? Is she going to the Rays game tonight? I, <laughs> God damn it. That really makes me mad. <laughs> all right. So anyway, he goes to on um, through school. He spends a year, or actually through his job, goes spends a year in... Um, in China, I forget which big city, Beijing, somewhere like that. And he said to me... Yeah, because they, they all look the same, don't they, Jake? They don't shower. That's not a big thing. So the sanitary oh. thing is not oh. good. What? They actually soak their feet. And that, to me, is <laughs> washing themselves. That's one. They all smoke there. He said, if somebody has to use the bathroom, urinate, and there's no bathroom in sight, they do it right. <laughs> he just said it was... And this is a very... In, intelligent young man, very successful at a very young age. And the fact is, he's telling me, he says, Jake, it's just not sanitary to live there. So that kind of scares me. Well, also, if you notice, they all walk around with smog masks on because there's no regulation about pollution. They it, just pump yeah, everything into the atmosphere. It's a very uh, unique situation. You know, everybody there. wants to kill, bl blame the bloody, dirty Americans for poisoning the ozone. How about China? They just pump everything straight out into outer space. I, but anything, you know... The fear of communism and China is still, even though they're much more, uh, you know, um, how's the word I say when it comes to businesses and stuff like the enterprising and metropolis and stuff, it's still ruled by a kind of di uh, dictator. And that's how I feel about Russia. Very scary to understand. You know, Putin, you can say all you want. They have a democracy. He's oh, the president my and all that, But he owns the country. Sure he does. And they, you know, that uh, what's his face with the stain on his head? Gorbachev? They ripped yes. every any resent any semblance of he was ever existed has been torn down. He's seen as scum. He's seen as the person who brought down the fall of the greatest empire ever. 
the Soviet Union. Any semblance of him is no longer in Russia. He's seen as a horrible person. Because they, oh, he wanted to trade with the West and, and, and knock down the Iron Curtain. That, yeah, that Putin, I don't trust him as far as I could throw his greasy ass. All right. Very well. Riding said, around by the with way. his shirt off on a oh, horse. Oh, my God. Come on, you douchebag. Right, please don't, don't listen to this program, Putin. What's he going to do? Oh, well, yeah, what's he going to do? Threaten him, you crazy Fucking man. Fucking bomb us. We'll bomb you. Well, we'll, what's we'll happening light to our this country. earth up, baby. We'll, Putin, Putin's written all over our country. Yeah, but don't. We trade with them, we give them wheat and corn. Did you say weed and corn? Or weed. How about that's what we should give them? They don't have enough drugs over there. Have you ever seen this, Jake? You watch ever watch the prison shows on like a uh, you know Saturday, especially I, on the weekends. You know what? Lock up. If I wake up, it's on MSNBC. If I wake up, oh in no wonder you're so slanted. On two or three. What do you mean slanted? You need to watch a, a, a more middle of the road all, uh, news. All I have to do is see the highlights. I hear they slant everything. I see. You, this box slants it the other way. Is there a neutral one? They don't one? even slant. The table's tipped. They don't, they, they, I don't, you know what? Don't get me started on this. Now I I'll, love go off, I, I'll, I'll be like you. Do, I'll go off the handle when talking about the Rays and leaving. You know what's so And obvious. the Lightning not winning the Stanley Cup. Don't you, get me in that situation. I don't want to think about that because it makes me sick. You know what I find hilarious? I mean, God bless them. That the weekends on TV, be it all the networks and, and local stations, it's like they have to make their minority quota. You watch any network, Saturday or Sunday, it's either Chinese, Hispanic, or black. Hand, across the board. Across the board. It's almost laughable. Oh, that weekend's on. We got to get our black guy to get our... We got a black guy on the weekends. <laughs> that Chinese girl, you saw her. We're, we're fully racially functional here. I like how Fox has got the big black guy on there who's just a, a flag-waving Trump lover. Can we... Can we... Well... Can we not see? That's the problem with me differentiating people is by their color. I, but I guess it has to be said sometimes. Well, you know, I but I, I don't know. That I don't know. Large... I don't know if I'm buying into this. The Chinese or an Asian person and black person is only on TV on the weekends. You just put it in the back Lester of your mind. Lester Holt is a big time NBC anchor. It's on the seven o'clock news for and how did he NBC. get it? How did he get that gig? Brian, good. But Brian Williams was tossed off. If you ever noticed, Lester talks out of the side of his mouth. No, you know what he was doing before he got the gig? <laughs> Saturdays and Sundays. Well, that's where it starts. Weekend, mop-up. You know what, my son... Holt, get a broom. My son started on Saturdays, Sundays, and they graduate. When you become good, and, well, and, you're right. and I mean, you get moved to the I like Lester time. Holt. He needs to straighten his mouth out. He's talking over here. You're He's talking mind. over here. You're making things up. That is so untrue. Bullshit. Pull, pull up a visual. Put up a video. Of Lester Holt's side talker? Yes. I've seen 80 billion datelines. I know every murder that ever happened. He hosted every one of them. He except does for not Keith talk Moore. from the side of his mouth. My freaking ass, he didn't. Stay tuned. Next. How about Keith Morrison? Your thoughts? If I ever get murdered, Jake, please insist that Keith Morrison uh, host my, my dateline special. Uh, well, that's when he went home that night. And sports junkie. Normal trek home. Stopped in for a cold beer. Or did he? You know, the date lines and all that, it is really remarkable, the investigative reporting that they do to get to the, uh, the thick of what's happening. And, really a lot of, and a lot of these end up, if you ever watch Dateline, without, without answers. How, you ever watch that? You ever watch that show Disappeared? I'm sitting there. I got an hour invested in this goddamn thing. So you're thing, waiting? And you're like, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah, whoa. Yeah, it's yeah, five yeah. till. You're going to wrap this up? 
If you got any tips, they can give us a call. I don't know. I'm more confused now than when the show started. I need closure, goddammit. I love it. If you've seen this person, give us a call because we don't know either. You get See you sucked next week. in for an hour. You watch the commercials, all that, and then you get nothing. You ever do this, though? As L Squared, that's another thing that we bonded on right out of the gate. We both love the murder shows. I like reality I TV. You say sex. Okay, go ahead. Oh, sometimes sex during that. Maybe <laughs> Keith Morrison comes over comes in for a three-way. Well, he didn't know I was joining in for sex. Or did he? Coming up. Um, they, they wrap it I up. Want, I want, I'm a closure guy. Yeah. I, want, I want them to let me know. If they're going to make me watch a Dateline or, or Give me a warning. Whatever, Give me a warning. Know, the, at, at the end of this um, a program, there will be no Thank you. secure conclusion. How about a part two and you don't until the end of the show? Yeah. You're like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Is it, we're at 57 past. We have no, they're in commercial. Son of a. No, we are suckers. We are suckers. We get caught up into this stuff. There's never been more channels and more shit on TV. But thank God for it. Because when we grew up, uh, I don't know about you, for me, there were... Three channels. Well, really five. Because you had WPIX and WR, which were local in New York. So we got the two local, and then, of course, the national ABC, NBC, and CBS. And that was, and maybe PBS is around then as well, but that's basically it. Well, and, fo- and then Fox came. Sure. Fox was the next one that came, and I don't know, maybe in the 70s, maybe late 60s, Fox came. Maybe they were around in the mid-60s. I don't even remember. But there were really five or six stations, and that was it in New York. Fox came to prominence in the late 80s. No, but I'm talking about uh, Channel 5, which was a, I don't know if they were called Fox at that time. We had the, ma- the three majors, ABC, NBC, CBS. Right. Then you had your PBS affiliate and a couple of uh, UHF wackos. And then Do you for- remember the Joe Franklin show on yeah. WOR? Right, correct. We are joined now An by... Interviewer. We're joined by Lola Falana. You can see her in the Off-Broadway show oh, then, then, this then, weekend. Now, was he uh, Joe Franklin National or just New York? He was on in New York, but I had a satellite dish in the ah. early 90s, and I would watch him. Because and he- then I would watch a young Howard Stern show on Saturday night, which was his early show in WOR. Way better than anything he's ever done. Yeah, but that's still, we're talking about, what, late 70s, early 80s? No, this is late 80s. Late 80s. 89, 90. Um, Back when I, I this was-, was the first big radio, but TV-wise, we had Merv Griffith, we had Michael Douglas, and of course the late time with uh, Johnny Carson and who? Um, Mike Douglas. Mike Douglas. But it was they, Johnny did, they did an afternoon like they. Merv Griffin, Griffin uh, not they, Merv Griffith. Griffith. Griffin. It, it's Griffin. Oh, all right. Did well, you know whatever. that he and Denny Terrio had a little thing going? I did not know that, but I will tell you this: one of the greatest Seinfeld episodes is when Kramer <laughs> found <laughs> Merv sad. Griffin's set and built <laughs> it, builds it in his in his house. The absolute best. It's you know when he goes to a commercial break playing the show. He just, just eats chips while the commercial. And, yeah, and then he hits the bet, and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> and when some guy, somebody walks in, oh, Elaine hey, Bennett, come ba, on, ba, ba. move over, Jerry, move over, Jerry. If you ever get a chance, if you're a Seinfeld fan and have never seen the. That's a Top Griffin episode. You it's have to watch it. Because he pulls it out of a dumpster. You got so... Because you know with Seinfeld, you always got three different scenarios going sure. on. You had Kramer with that. You had George with his girl running and hurting a squirrel where they have to bring it to a vet to get fixed. You're right, you're that right. That was the second one. I'm trying to think what the Elaine thing. had some kind of interaction Elaine in that, Elaine had too. some interaction as well. So well, Also, yeah. Jerry was giving the girl... Yeah, he was drinking. 
giving her wine so we can play with her toys over and yes! over. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Jerry, it's, we got a new we got a new format: scandals and animals. She had all these old uh, figurines <laughs> and toys that were on a shelf, and you couldn't touch it. But he found out if he fed her and drank, she she'd pass go out. pass out. So. She finally woke up and caught him doing it. But it's, it's, what a brilliant, brilliant episode. I love when he's, he's got a huge plate of turkey and everything. He goes, more heavy gravy. But, oh, God, what I a like show. It when, but he had no guests, so he's got Newman on. He goes, and Newman goes, sometimes I peel the, the label off the generic peas and I just eat them. You never know the difference. And he just turns the music off. We've officially bottomed out. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. Newman says, "How about guest host?" He goes, "I'll pretend I didn't hear that." <laughs> oh. So he brings out. He's got the somehow he gets the guy from the Tonight Show with all the animals to come on. He's That's, got a hawk. Yeah, what's his name? He oh goes, God, from the San Diego Zoo. Oh. He goes, Jerry, can he look at the the horror? squirrels and hawks? Don't miss you, idiot! And then the, the, the hawks flying right at George. It doesn't matter if you heard the whole show on the whole, No Holds Barred with Ozzy and Jake of the Seinfeld episode Ugh. with Merv Griffin. Watch it because however you think it's funny listening to it, if you do, it's and if you don't, watch it and you'll understand what, 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 where we're coming from. That is, anybody who doesn't get Seinfeld, I, I really have to question your sense of, of, of right and wrong. Uh, and what I mean, uh, those shows are as fresh now, and I'll watch that one tonight and still laugh my ass off. God, is that funny? He goes, right, God, it smells like garbage. Well, the stars of the 70s didn't have the same hygiene, Jerry. Take Ernest Borgnine, for example. It's season, <laughs> if you want to watch it, it's the second to last season. It's season number nine, episode six. He, finds it, he finds it in a dumpster. It's all like clear plastic furniture. He's oh. got the backdrop and everything. Season nine. Episode oh. six. Oh my it is God. a absolute classic. Season I, nine, episode six. I don't know if we've ever talked about show. it. Were you? You had to have been big in his Kirby enthusiasm. If you like Seinfeld, you had yeah, to love that. No, I loved it. It, it. it more. It was actually more aggravating than Seinfeld because Seinfeld was right. just funny laughing like Curb. Curb was ad lib. There was no real script like the Seinfeld was. You had the plot, and the actors basically went with it. Right, which yeah. I think is brilliant. I will agree with you. Curb Your Enthusiasm did have an aggravating angle to it. It's like you didn't get full satisfaction. He well, he drove you. It's like George, but then some, because George's character is based on... Um, Larry David. Larry David. And Larry David is the most annoying character maybe in the history of TV. Yeah, because everything bothers him. He just gets on everyone's nerves. It, but he notices the thing that all of us notice. Did you see what he did? Mm -hmm. He pulled in. No, he saw me standing there. Yeah. And all of us, every single thing on Seinfeld and Kirby Enthusiasm, I can relate to. Show every single nothing, one. The double dip. Life. The double dip pissed me off for years before that happened. Of course. I mean, you don't shove your freaking half-eaten food into a public bowl. I mean, come on. I mean, so, think about the episode when Jerry, I think it was Kramer had the telescope, and he was at the same time every day. The woman was <laughs> across the street was undressing. So they were they set up like this little area. Because she's not home. Because I'll wait. I can wait. <laughs> they were also on a, day, a, a a bed who could hold out for masturbating the longest. Oh, that's he gets up and comes back two minutes later, slams the money done. on. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, that was great. That's a classic. <laughs> the Keith Hernandez uh, was oh a classic. With he has a relationship with Lane Bennis, but of course Kramer and Newman think they spit on him. And the whole thing is just and it, it brilliant. Was, and it was all timed in what was going on at the time because JFK the movie was out then who Newman actually played a part in, and he reenacts the scene, and the oh, loogie spins, yeah. 
oh. in midair, mind you. How about when, and the way he nails Florida, and if you've ever been in Florida or you have parents who live in Florida, he obviously has some firsthand experience with the Del Boca Vista. Everything is wicker chairs. Everything is the early Jerry. bird. Jerry. Jerry. Look who's eating dinner at six o'clock. Must be nice to have that kind of money. The gossip. Oh, God, I've lived in condos, and I had to sit through those meetings. It's right out of Seinfeld. The bickering and the Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Anderson has a last vote on that. You know, I bought her something for Christmas. She never thanked me. I hate her like poison. <laughs> if you, if oh. you, I'm being Jewish, so I can easily say this. If you want a stereotypical Jewish person, uh, it's not Seinfeld. It's Seinfeld parents, and, oh. and, and their cronies is just unbelievable. The argument about that, my parents, my grandparents, the same way. They had a condo over there in Pelican Cove, and there was constant bickering about the air conditioning. My grandfather had it freezing. My grandmother wanted it too hot. They had a rollaway couch that so you woke up in traction. It was. I've lived that life. I've lived it right here in Florida. Uh, it's no holds barred. It's been a crazy one. It's already up to an hour, just about. Uh, Oswald, the uh, sports junkie, I'm Jake Jacobson. As we close up shop in a few seconds. It's the doldrums uh, of summer. So here was what we got. We got the Blues winning Game 7 in Boston. Congratulations to the Blues winning the NHL Stanley Cup. I think it's great for hockey. We got uh, Thursday night uh, will be the game between the uh, Warriors, or is it tonight? I believe. Stand by. I'll, I'll, I'll put a man on that. We got... NBA action, that's right. How classic is it going to be? I'd love to see Toronto win it. I really would want to see a, a, the Canadian team it's get it done, six maybe. will be in Golden State, right? Ooh, Toronto leads 3-2 tonight yep. at 9 o'clock. The right. tip Gold, so at got, Golden State. So we got that. If you're I say it goes 7. If you're listening on a Thursday, the answer will already be. And if you can get somebody that you can bet and you know the score, then you can use that. That's number two. Anything else? Buccaneers, mini camp done. Anything going on there? Probably nothing. Canadian football kicks uh, off tomorrow night. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> and let's see. We got the U.S. Open that starts at Pebble Beach tomorrow. Oh, my. Well, today, actually, it started today. That's right. No first Wait, round. today is Thursday. We didn't get any. Holy ref- crap. I know. We didn't even get any first round. A quick, a quick, just a peek. I got the scoreboard right here. It would be Ricky Fowler at five under. Where's Tiger? Fowler at five under. Tiger Rory McIlroy, three back. Remember, it's three hours later here, so t- uh, Tiger might not have teed off yet. Kepka two under through three. Uh, I don't see our I don't guy. Think, I don't think Tiger teed off until 540 yard time. So Probably not. Now. Tiger Woods, he's even through two. Even through two. Even through two. But how about our boy Ricky Fowler, Mr. Puma, five under? I like Ricky. I do, too. He needs to win more majors. Quit. At least he quit wearing those bright orange suits, but you got to love the Puma. I like him. Well, Jake, it's been a wild... Wild one. All right, it's good day. We had, to, we had to just blow off some steam, man, because yeah. I would say in the coming weeks, you know, when football hits gear here in Florida, all the chains come off. And, the uh, of course, uh, right after the All-Star game, baseball gets real serious. Oh, it's, it's a great time. You know, there's never a downtime. This year there's times that, if you're a baseball fan, there's never a, a dull day from spring training until almost Thanksgiving. Oh, and, by the way, big things happening next week, June 20th, and NBA draft. A lot of things can happen besides, you know, drafting players, but trades and all that. So, Tons of good Next stuff. What, what did Barkley go off on about the New York Knicks? Did he want? Was he uh, lobbying for the job or something? I didn't catch. Barkley? Yeah, Barkley. New went, York Knicks. He went off something about the New York Knicks. How he could run the, the he could run the job. Something of that uh, effect. I it obviously came and went. Speaking of which, as we close the show out, don't forget to go to iTunes and check it out and hit subscribe and it'll be in your box. You don't even have to look for it. It's just right there, buddy. Um, how about our boy Charles Barkley doing the uh, half uh, between period intermission commentary on the NHL game the other night. And he knows his hockey, I'll tell you what. He knows more about hockey than he knows about anything about college basketball. 
Well, there you have it. Another breakdown by the Oswald and myself, Jake Jacobson. All I can say is if it's you're listening on Thursday or on Friday, hopefully you watch the Golden State uh, game tonight against Toronto, Game 6 in Golden State. And uh, I guess that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it, Chicago. That's all I got. Chicago, keep listening. We love you. We'll talk more and more Cubs and Bears and Blackhawks and, Bl- oh, and big, uh, big Bulls. We're talking about the Cubs. Big weekend series against the Dodgers in L.A. this weekend. You know what? I need to find out my schedule. Do the Mets make a late-season late trip to Wrigley? <laughs> I don't know. Well, but that, I would assume they do. That would be, might be oh, a little uh, 24-hour getaway. You I hear that? A, I need a cold shower after that remark. That would be great. All right, Jake. Great show as always, buddy. Thanks, pal. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SportsJunkie.com, SportsJunkie Radio. Check us out right back here, only on the Aussie Radio Network. Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it. I'm going to bomb the shit out of them. I'm going to bomb the shit out of them. I'm going to bomb the shit out of them.